0: Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. To start off with, I must say for you guys in the north that have experienced a severe flooding, man our prayers and best wishes go out to you guys. Three weeks ago when I said, if Iowa and Minnesota decided to melt all that snow at once, we're going to have trouble. (laughs) Melting that snow with rain on frozen ground was a true disaster. It'll take years to recover from in a lot of areas. Here locally, field activity started to pick up this week. Spraying of burndowns was going on. Fertilizer was going on the wheat. Uh, Some dry fertilizer going on the corn ground. Most of those guys catching some of that early morning crust to hold them up. Our soil testing crews are out picking up spring testing already. Haven't been any reports yet of anyone uh, planting. Uh, I assume everybody's just waiting for it to dry out, which I'm not sure is going to happen if this forecast is right couple of things I want to cover in this podcast. The first is fixing gullies in our strip-till and no-till fields. Those harder rains on that half-frozen ground has triggered a lot of gully erosion. I'm sure you know that if you've been out scouting your fields. Farmers that do spring tillage, these will be filled in with that prep pass before planting. The problem is we have about as many in no-till as we do tilled. Growers have been asking how do we fix these areas. Well, some fields we looked at, the rills aren't that deep, but they are enough to give the planter fits. A two-inch rill will create a problem when trying to set your planting depth that a row cleaner can't fix. Some of these small ones can be fixed with a quick pass with a vertical harrow. Be careful not to put too much angle on your gangs if you have adjustable harrows. My recommendation would be use a soil finisher instead of one of the high-speed disc to fix these shallow rills. High-speed disc put in shallow horizontal layers. Remember, the shallower the layer, the more problems. Some guys are spring strip tilling and doing it without knives ahead of the planting. These tools will handle the small rills for the planter, making that planter pass successful. But they will be leaving these rills in the field, and this does create some potential problems. We now have channels that will direct a peripheral flow of water uh, out of the field all year. So these two to three inch rills can become six to eight inches by fall. You might be better to hit the field with a harrow and then spring strip it if you're applying nitrogen with your strip. If you're not applying nitrogen, it might be best just to plant the field after you run your harrow. With the deeper rills 4 to 6 inches deep, the only answer is horizontal tillage. If you leave them till fall, these can be a big source of erosion. Think back to 2015, how deep some of those sprayer tracks got by fall. In a number of no-till fields, the first past is going to have to be filling in rills with the field cultivator. Will that put in a layer? Yes, it will, but it's your only option. As we fill in the rills, we might ask ourselves, is this a good place to put a waterway or at least a farmable waterway next fall? That is, when you seed oats or rye in the fall, and then spray it and plant through it next spring. This one would allow you to take out the layer you're going to put in this spring, filling them in, and get you back into vertical format. And if you make it a yearly thing, it'll also give you protection from this happening again. A couple of calls come in on some serious gully erosion on strip till on side slopes, where the water started down the slope in the strip pass and cut rills 5 to 8 inches deep tillage is going to be needed here too. A grower had asked what if I move off the strip when I'm planting up the slope or down the slope and fix them next fall. My advice don't let these rills open all year they'll only get deeper. And this is going to be a problem for everyone that follows the planter your side dress applicator your sprayer applicator and so on. That's going to come along again after planting. Not only that, again, they're going to get deeper and wider and lead to more destruction. Now don't forget to check your cover crop fields as well. Don't assume just because there's cover out there, you have no problems. Last fall, the cover crop growth was pretty weak, and most of these fields aren't protected or weren't protected as much as you think. The second topic is patience. Everyone needs to take a chill pill as this season kicks off. True, we have a ton of work to do to get done, but getting our undies in a knot's not going to help. Pressure will be on your retailers to get the job done as well. When all the I-states try to put their anhydrous on in the same two weeks, there's going to be logistic problems. Many growers are switching from anhydrous to weed and feed and getting it done by a custom applicator, which puts more pressure on the retailers. Again, a little patience will go a long way. This is very true when it comes to making the first pass with tillage. Especially you guys using horizontal tillage. 80% of the compaction issues I deal with in the growing season are caused from the first pass in the spring. Many times your fall tillage program, the value of your fall tillage primary program is wiped out by working that field wet in the spring and putting a compaction layer back in. Start when the field is ready, not when your neighbors go to the field. We don't want to screw up the potential best crop of our career right out of the gate. First pass compaction is a gift that keeps on giving all season long. The crews have started the 2019 testing season. If you haven't turned in your testing needs, let's get that done while you're waiting for it to dry out. Everyone needs to get locked and loaded and then take a chill pill. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.